The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brains. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here, and I'm happy to tell you guys that I got a full couch next to me. We got Ben, and Anthony is back from his one-week sabbatical. Welcome back. It's so good to be back. Congratulations no, number to you. one Congratulations dad. to Lisa. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing? You a little tired today? Very. Yeah. Very I, s- tired. I see it in your face. We are very tired, very happy. Yeah. Very excited. Um he's he's incredible. Who is he? What's his name? His name is Parker William. P W T in the place to be. Nice. If you know, he's the son of Anthony. <laughs> but yeah, he's great. It's um, uh, it's unbelievable. Did he uh, rate and review the podcast? Uh, no. The phone is, has he doesn't a, have he doesn't have an iPhone yet. His iPhone is still delayed shipping. Oh, got it. I thought they issued them at the hospital once they come out. Yeah, we're still waiting on a social. Uh, they said five weeks for that. So you only missed one week, man. But it felt like a lot longer. It really did. Uh, you know, me and Ben did our best last week. Um, but you know, it just wasn't the same without you. It felt like I was there. Yeah, it did. Um, so people you, have said they feel like they're with us, and you know, <laughs> you guys did an amazing job. I enjoyed it li- listening to it while holding Parker, so he knows what Uncle Ben and Uncle Steve sound yeah. like. So that's exciting, and I know he's gonna be. He, he's already a fan. He is. I think he did kid. like a fist pump. He's got good taste. He does. Um, you know, before we go any further, because you know we ha- we have a habit of kind of just getting right into the things, and then I forget the people that I wanted to shout out right in the beginning. Um, I got to shout out my cousin, Christina. Uh, she's been enjoying the podcast and I appreciate her listening to it. Um, I also appreciate, uh, her Instagram post. She, uh, made a bunch of meat pies, um, for consumption after Good Friday. Did you guys do anything, uh, like that for Easter? Avoid meat on Friday? Anything like that? You a good Catholic or what? Uh, no. And I ate a lot of meat on Friday, so. Yeah, this is the first Friday that I didn't eat meat. Like not, you know, like I I always, after the fact, I'm like, ah, but, uh, I had like Chilean sea bass. Ooh. On uh, on Good Friday, and and I never had sea bass before. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. How was it prepared? Uh, well, it was yeah, done it was, well. It was prepared <laughs> well. You know, I I I don't need, I don't know how my, I don't know how my mom made it. Maybe like a little white wine Ooh. reduction or something Whoa. like that. Sounds sounds to right. glaze in the pan. Um, but oh man, it was it was so good. Chilean sea bass is a great fish to eat. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's I, I don't I like sushi and and you know, so it's not like I don't like fish, but. Cooked fish, like, there's only a couple different ones that I like, you know, like salmon, Same. obviously, tuna. Um, I had a mako steak once, but I, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for sharks, so mm-hmm. that was only a one-time yeah. thing. Cold blood I mean, it all really comes down to, I know people don't like when things are, they say it's like, tastes fishy. Yeah, yeah. That's usually just because it's overcooked or prepared wrong. Oh, uh, okay. Right. So it's usually, it all comes down to, like, the preparation. Yeah, well, you gotta, and you gotta know what the fish is, too. Like, my mom didn't know that, like, tilapia... 
basically lived in like mud and ate dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's what they say about flounder. Like flounder. Yeah, fl- yeah, they're, they're bottom, bottom feeders. Feeder, yeah. yeah. Um. So speaking of bottom feeders, here at the Unofficial Intelligent Podcast, uh, no. <laughs> no, but I got to shout out one more person, and that is my friend, Jane from Redondo Beach. Thank you for reviewing the podcast. She cashed in and got herself a $5 Starbucks gift card. That's right. I wasn't joking. I realized I posted that on April Fool's, but I, I thought the follow-up message after saying that it's not a joke, it's for real. Because I had a few people say, like, oh, we just thought you were joking around. I was like, I thought the second post cleared that up. <laughs> well, not. when we say review every day, that's not a joke. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to Marielle. Um, oh, yeah, I saw her. I'm sorry about the any of the anti-gluten uh, comments. Uh, I completely take those back. I'm we sorry. feel for you, yeah. gluten intolerant. Yeah. But we are intolerant to gluten-free items. So mm. I'm allergic to food without gluten. Same. Yeah, so it's, you know, opposite, you know, effect for me, so... We sound a little different today. We got masks on. We're, you know, safety first here. Parker's got to grow up big and strong so he could uh, rate and review the podcast. Get him the phone. We'll get yeah, him on that. Got, <laughs> he's got to be a real documented uh, human. We, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. A lot of, a lot of reviews. Um, the, the, those delicious snacks we got last week. Uh, we're going to report back on some of those. You guys want to just get right into the food stuff? Let's go. I'm Dive ready. The uh, talking snacks. Ooh, talking snack. Talking snack. Talking snack. Uh, let's talk some snack. Um, you guys ever hear My Cookie Dealer? Yes. And as soon as I saw this pop up yeah. on the pod topics, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. You know, Here we go, because this is going to be tangent heavy. I'm going to try not to, but I, I, I felt like it needed to be up there because this, this was big before we had the podcast. And this is yeah. something that does need to be discussed right off the bat. It I mean, was the heavy name, during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, and and a lot of people got got hooked on it. You know, they, like I felt like all the Instagram stories, like week after week, was like the unboxing. Yeah. Um, damn. I mean, those cookies are real deal. If you those... if you haven't had them, they're like a pound each or Have something. Have you had like them? That. Yeah, yeah. I, I I ordered ten, like you know, probably this time last year. Okay. Did we talk about it a while ago? Because we we ordered we got a no, couple yeah, you... orders of them as well. Yeah, yeah. And then well, and I told me that. Uh, man, I'm gonna blank on because there's a, there's a cookie place that like puts this one to shame. That, yeah, and that's that's where I knew the tan was going to start coming out <laughs> because is that Levine? Le, yeah, Levine in, in the city. I don't even want to get to that yet because I want to my I the way I feel about my cookie dealer is it's good, but it's not worth the hassle. Yeah, because if you try to get my cookie dealer, you have to like find the day that they're selling them. Oh yeah, you got to put the notifications on. Yeah, it, it's it's so much hassle for to me. I mean. Not that great of a product. They're good, but there's yeah. better cookies out there that are readily available. Yeah, I feel like one. Of, I, I don't know which one it was, but I got like a headache after eating it because it was just like too much. Yeah, I mean that's the good thing about uh, I and I is we'll split one. Yeah, yeah. So we'll cook one, we'll split them. So our big thing is, and this is what we got from uh, my cookie dealer is throwing them in the freezer. Yeah. And you know, like at like once, you know, a couple times a week. Maybe every night, every week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, we'll take one out after dinner, and we'll, we'll heat it up and then split it. But what I was going to say is there's so many other better options, I feel like. Yeah. One is Levain in the city. Yeah, that I need to try. Oh, they're incredible. Dude, there's they're a, there's so a, good. The regular chocolate chip cookies. That's what I mean. I, I'm a purist like that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't need, like, a Dunkaroo cookie. or like, You know, also, they're, they're good. There's also one out in the Hamptons. I so know, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. bunch of them now, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, they have four cookies. They have... Uh, peanut butter, dark chocolate, and this is Levine. Yeah, yeah. They have chocolate chip with walnut, mm-hmm. which normally I'd be like, ah, eh, I don't really 
prefer to have walnut in the yeah. cookie, but walnut and a brownie though. Oh, forget it. It's just so good. Um, and then of course I'm gonna blank on the other two now. Uh, but if you need to know what the other two are, go to oh, there's just a dark chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, oh, okay. Double chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then one other. The Follow them. Google them. L E V A I N Bakery. Uh, if you're ever in New York City, it's well worth you going out of your way. Yeah. Um, but I will say another one that we enjoy uh, that's in Long Island City is it's called Chip City. Mm. It used to be Chip NYC. And they'll do like four or five different ones in rotation. Oh, that's cool. So every once in a while, when we see like there's a batch that we like, we'll do the same thing. We'll buy, you know, 10 cookies and then throw them in the freezer and have them over the course of time. Yeah, I think the the 10, the 10 cookies I, I got, I think might have lasted... No, probably maybe two weeks, two, three weeks, something yeah. like that. But yeah, same thing in the freezer, one out, like probably each night, trying to pull them up to get some of the... If yeah. you go to Levain, make sure, and you're at the place, make sure you get it warmed up too. Not only that, but like all their other stuff at Levain is really good. Like they'll, they have like a bunch pastries. of like French pastries that, or even just like something as simple as like the, like a French baguette with jelly and butter. Oh, I that's haven't at, done that It's just yet. out of control. Like everything that they have there is just so good. Yeah, I... uh yeah, cookies are probably my favorite treat. There's a lot, a lot you could do with a cookie, so you're not limited to just a chocolate chip. Like I said, especially my cookie dealer, they get a little crazy uh, with the combos that they do. But if you want a good uh, regular chocolate chip cookie, yep. uh, Bryant Park, Okay, there's a, a coffee place called Culture. or culture. Yeah, I think it's Culture. Their regular chocolate chip cookie is so good. That's one of the few ones, though, that you have to, like, eat it there. Yeah. And, like, within a couple of hours. Because it's just the perfect, like, the inside is nice and chewy. The, the, the chips are all melty. It's, it's fantastic. While we're, while we're on this chocolate chip vehicle right now, what about the, the cookies from, like, elementary school? They were, like, basically raw. Oh, yeah, they Otis, were so good. Otis, I, I, I can't even tell you. were they called? I don't know, but they always reminded me of, oh. like, Subway cookies or McDonald's cookies, Yo, but better. I was going to say, if you don't have access to the city's finest cookie establishments, yeah. walk your ass over to Subway <laughs> yeah. and get yourself a chocolate chip cookie from there. I once bought just a tray of chocolate chip they had, cookies. They had, like, a, they did, like, a strawberry cheesecake cookie or something like that at Subway. Oh, that's, Ooh. that'll get my juices that, flowing real uh, good. That, that, oh, man, I that can feel really them there on the couch. Um, another good cookie... <laughs> A place to get cookies might be under the radar for some. Panera Bread. Oh yeah, I don't think I've ever had their cookies. Mm-hmm. I think because every time I go in there, I I tr- feel like I'm trying to be healthy. Yeah, but that, yeah. Oh, and I would do the same thing. I'd get like and 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 Gilbert shout out. We used to go there for lunch like every week and get like the same thing. Like in the summer, they had this like I'd always get this summer salad that they do. I forget all. It was like a strawberry type salad or whatever. And then I'd get the kitchen sink cookie. Which wasn't part of their like once when you get like a pick two or the meal you get the cookie for a dollar. This thing was always full price. It it was excluded from every promo under the sun at Panera. (laughs) But would that have like like pretzel chips in it? Yeah, it was worthy of the name. It had like Heath. It had pretzels. It had your chocolate chips. They don't even have it on the counter that you have to like. You have to go to the bathroom and get it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Keith. He just asked for the kitchen sink. That, that's a good. That's a good cookie, though. So shout out Panera, shout out Levine, shout out my cookie dealer. Check them all out. My cookie Chip dealer, City. Chip City, Subway, Subway, uh, Eat Fresh. Who doesn't love a good cookie, man? If you don't, I don't want you listening to this podcast. And you know what? We would be remiss to say, just shout out to moms that make chocolate chip oh, cookies yeah. from scratch. Thanks, yeah. mom. 
Shout out, man. Because as as much as you we want to big up all these different places, you know that the best chocolate chip cookie you're getting yeah. is in your own kitchen. Oh, this is true. And especially when you sneak that little piece of dough out of the bowl and you get your hand smacked by a wood spoon. <laughs> that's when you that's the real oh, yeah, stuff. You gotta yeah, protect and... the goods. Like four <laughs> knocks in there. This is for company. I made a separate batch for you. It's over there. <laughs> my favorite though is always grabbing them right when they come out of the oh, oven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you got where you they're like burning your hands and they're falling apart. Yeah, yeah. One day, remind me. Before a podcast, I will whip up. I just decided one day I had some leftover um, popcorn from Trader Joe's, which was like, I think it was caramel corn or something like that. It was like a fall special. But I was like, I want to throw these in a cookie. I whipped up uh, cookie dough from scratch, Damn. chocolate chips, threw the, the um, popcorn in it. Sweet, salty delish sweet and salty is such a good combo and i it feel is. like it's such a big thing right now with everything being like salted caramel but yeah i don't know where that was when we were kids yeah i think the only the closest you would get would be like what i was gonna say cracker jack but there's no sweet in it there's no chocolate covered oh yeah pretzels. no because you have the, 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 yeah, caramel the caramel corn yeah, and, the, yeah. and, the, no, and the salted peanuts yeah. and stuff like that but i like I, oh yeah and when you got the like the roasted peanut that had like the caramel like yeah. globbed on yeah. oh man just going back to uh you mentioned uh, the popcorn in the cookie mm-hmm I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, oh, oh. I thought you were like so excited. No, it's about like it. I get, re- I, yeah, I got excited, and then I got. You just had Alpha Brain. You know, I got, a, I got something to say Did about you, Joe Rogan and the people sure, that are on it. Okay, this sure shit they, doesn't work. Did they send you Beta Brain instead? Yeah, probably. They, no, they, they, not even. They sent me Delta Brain. Delta. Um, Spirit Air. No, so this, so this podcast is unofficially brought to you in part by Alpha Brain. I still can't remember. Sh- uh, no, last week it, I took it too early. Today, okay, probably too late. <laughs> um, so I'm somewhere in the middle of this alphaness. But no, I was gonna say that one of you're the you're gonna uh, turn it on right at the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, right when I need to go to bed, I'm gonna be doing like <laughs> playing like Sudoku or some shit. It'd be like uh, Goodwill Hunting. You just be doing equations. In yeah, bed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna mention the old school move uh, was uh, you ever do uh, the goobers. The chocolate covered peanuts in the popcorn? I don't think I've ever had a goober. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, man, those are good. That was the the go-to. Yeah, yeah, that was a good that was We a good used snack. to do the dollar store tree, uh, the dollar store trip before we went oh, to yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. theater because everything else was so overpriced. Yeah, and that, you know, we shouted out moms. Shout out moms again for having the pocketbook to bring all the illegal yeah. candy Hell yeah. and smuggle that shit into the theater. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, one of the times I was like visiting around like the holidays, like, you know, a few years back, like me and my mom went to the movies and same thing. It, like it never, never changed. We went to shop, right. Or whatever, got a bunch of stuff, drinks, everything. And she's got a big coat in the pocket, but we're like crunching and like, you hear all <laughs> oh the, my God, the that, stuff like wrestling around as we're the going nerds. in. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of, um, I won't name any names, but back in the day, uh, I don't think I was ever part of one of these trips, but, uh, going to the movie with. Uh, the box wine. You took the wine out oh, of the wow. box and you just like sneaked in the pebble. <laughs> I forget. I forget who it was, but like someone got like blackout drunk. Oh man! In a movie, and I think either threw up in the movie or uh, threw up on the way to the bathroom. So I've definitely been blackout drunk in a theater, but I've created a lot of ruckus early on, and then when the movie started, I passed out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was a good time. That's a pro move, paying twenty eight dollars. Oh no! I, I left. I left. The, I left the party in my backyard and went to the movies blackout drunk and saw one of the matrixes and just like i said was make like there was it was like opening night too so there was a line of people waiting to get in the theater and i was entertaining the line let's just say and then when we got in i was keeping i was keeping the crowd warm ready to go and then 
soon as the fucking lights dimmed and the and the you know the show starts, I just out. Everyone's looking around. Woke Where's up, the woke hype up during man? the credit. Yeah, everybody on the way out was like asking if I was all right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I drank he too much. He took the blue pill. He took the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Blue Chew. Uh, while we're still talking snack, I got an ad for Arizona brand Arnold Palmer half and half fruit snacks. Okay, I'd mess with it. Did you buy any? I can't find them. I, I got that Instagram just showing me shit I can't find anywhere, and uh, now I'm you know. You're gonna have to try to find these online and just dude. I, get them that's shipped. that's my drink of choice. If I'm not drinking alcohol, I, like anytime I go somewhere, I, I always get an Arnold Palmer. It's on brand because you've been golfing so much. I have been golfing a You're lot. You're trying to be in your element, you yeah. know. Even with your snacks and drinks, yeah. So Arnold Palmer is your favorite Arizona flavor, you would say? Yeah, hundred percent. Or or just like the watermelon one. What about you? Yeah, bro? that watermelon one is good. Yeah. Um. With uh, mine is I don't know if they make it anymore. It was the white tea blueberry, the blueberry white tea. Mm. That yeah, was really yeah. good. And, and the white can, right? Or the pomegranate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are good. Oh no, no, it was the glass bottle. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. What's yours? I'm a raspberry guy. The raspberry iced tea. Razzmatazz. I OD'd on raspberry iced tea at um, Applebee's back in the day. Half price apps <laughs> with uh, with raspberry iced tea. Shout out Lee if you're listening. What up, Lee? Damn. Yeah, Rasm- we used to go to. I think we, we, we would do it like Friday and Saturday night. We would go get half price apps and always just drain <laughs> raspberry iced tea. No ice because you get more. Yeah, yeah. Smart. That's what you did. This guy, no no salt on the fries, no ice in the drink. That's what you This t- is listen. Ben. I, you he know, doesn't stink. <laughs> I was going to, you know, this is after the fact, so it doesn't matter now, but I was peeling a hard boiled egg this morning. Uh, you guys like hard boiled eggs? I know Benny's not a fan of like. Yeah, they they stink. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally, literally. Now, um, if, I like a good deviled egg. Yeah, all day, but I the stink sometimes puts me off. Oh, I know. Anytime, anytime I would make egg salad, I, I would text him while I, while he's at work, and I'd let him know. I'd be like, "Hey, dude, I, I'm making egg salad." That's, <laughs> just, when, you, that's just, when you go out for happy hour. That <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in twelve hours. He, he, anytime, like anytime before that, where I didn't give the heads up, it was like as soon as the door would open, it'd be like. You'd hear Ugh. the door creak and just, oh, <laughs> it really is such a disgusting odor. Yo, what? But it's so friggin' delicious. They are good. What other foods? I just want to, oh, and, and the thought was, you know, because Ben's got a lot of life hacks. What is the secret to peeling a hard-boiled egg and not having a million pieces? You take it, you tap it on the table all around, roll it a couple times, and just like, literally, you can grab both ends and just like pull the shells right I off. I do that sometimes, but like. I read like a bunch of shit, you know, it's either like put in like a little vinegar or something like that in the boiling vinegar, water or, uh, or you could do it. There's, like... a, there's like a membrane around the egg. So like there's mm-hmm. like, there's like the space. So I usually smash that yeah. and then try it. But like, I don't know, man. I'm going to have the touch. I don't have the touch. I can't even peel an orange still without making it like 400 <laughs> pieces. My father-in-law can peel an orange and it looks like he did it with a knife. It's yeah, that's why incredible. I get, you get the clementines, like, the easy peel clementines. Dude, even those, I have to bite the top off. Uh, well, yeah, I bite the top, but then it's usually savage. like one, one peel savage. after that. I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> I don't I have to work for skin this. You're on swaddling my fruit. children, warming up bottles. In the, you got to be gotta be quick with those things. Yeah, I know. I gotta... We'll put you through the Chipotle school. You'll be swaddling that baby in record time. But I will say I did have um, egg salad for the first time since before I was in California. Yeah. Uh, we did it with... Uh, An egg sando? Yeah. We did it with um, Japanese mayo. Yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. of the regular... Well, that, I said it like that because that, there's like a famous chef that specializes in egg salad sandos and, and they do like pop-ups every so often in the city. Oh, really? I forget there's like a... 
the celebrity chef guy that I follow, who's I think based in like Brooklyn area, and I forget the girl's name, but she she does them. But yeah, that's like a popular thing. And like, uh, I went a little OD on mine though. Yeah, I, I went breakfast vibes. Uh, okay. egg salad? On my egg salad. I would I would throw bacon in an egg salad, but I, I would American I get... cheese. Okay, and bacon. I did like a bacon egg in a bacon egg salad and cheese. The only thing that's throwing me off about that is the cheese. Why though? I don't know. You have you would have a turkey sandwich with mayo and cheese. Yeah, but something about I wouldn't put cheese on tuna fish. Why not? I would put cheese on tuna fish. On tuna yeah. melt. Yeah. Oh, true. I guess. Right. Yeah. Not American cheese though. There's maybe. nothing. And and I, I thought the same thing. I was like, do I really want to put cheese on egg salad? And I'm like, there's nothing in that sandwich that I normally wouldn't put cheese on. So I did. Yeah. It was and good though. It was I, fantastic. I've had, you remember that place um, on Ventura Boulevard? It was that. Uh, I think it was called the local peasant. They might have changed the mm-hmm. name. It was right in front of that bus stop. Yeah, they had that deviled egg that they had there with the bacon. Yeah, that was really good. I just I'm always so hesitant to order egg like that when I haven't seen it get made. Yeah, no, well, especially because yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, how long any, it's been there for. Yeah, well, it, it's safe to assume that any del- deli or place that has it in like those, you know, the they, they made containers. it when they made it when they clocked in, and it's been there all day. If you're lucky, I get. Yeah, what, you think being, they're gonna carry over from the day before? You I don't know. know. I guess, yeah. With That's... that being said, the last time we went to the deli together, yeah, you got an egg salad sandwich from I the did. deli. And no issues. F- no issues after that. Egg salad on a roll, baby. No judgment, but I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the afternoon, too, so I did roll the dice, but, you know. He's a gambling man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a gambling man. Oh, I enjoy man. it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I can't, with good conscience, purchase it pre-made. Or stand the smell of it while you're making it. So I'm like yeah. in this situation with egg salad that I'm like. Essentially, that sandwich you just uh, described is the sandwich that I'll make myself when I want an egg, bacon, and cheese at home. Dude, make it. I'm telling you, it's really good. No, I'm going to try it. But I feel like I, I've inadvertently made that sandwich because I've over fried an egg trying to prepare everything else while get, cooking the egg. And I'm like, Damn, it's overcooked. And it's basically <laughs> boiled at that point because yeah. it's so there's no runny yolk anymore. The yolk's like gray. That's a <laughs> that's a um a big shift I've made in my bacon, egg, and cheese is a switching to over medium if they'll if they'll do that, if they allow that option, or over easy. I know. I was just gonna say there's there's so many ways to order a damn egg. It sounds insane. It, it's ridiculous the amount of ways you can order and, and like so, you know, then you start maybe getting like some slang involved too. It's like over hard, yeah. You know, like I, I just, I, I just say fried egg sandwich. Whatever that works. they, yeah. That's yeah. I, I never, but get, I, I never like get crazy the, with. The, I do uh, like the runniness. I like the yolk. I don't know if it's like medium yolk or like that. Like I said, you get into the technicalities with all that stuff. But yeah, I like the yolk on like a hard boiled egg. That's like very like soft. It's like yeah. it's soft it just boiled. turned into like the, the right, solid right. yolk. That's you know? like, and that's why, like I said, I'll go over medium instead of over easy because. Over easy, you'll bite it, and it's like all over the place. Dude, yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna make that comment and and potentially run the risk of losing half our fan base. But I was gonna say, I effing hate sunny side up eggs because they oh, like fucking make a egg. mess. That's I like what the because, toast is for. Exactly. No, you I toast, no. You dip it in. I, I kind of no, Italian. Trust me, I like I like mopping up the plate with the bread afterwards, but. You know, sometimes the yolk breaks and it shoots the wrong way. Sometimes it doesn't <laughs> blow out of the back. Sometimes you wear the shit on your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's why I got a bone to pick with the yolks. I think you got to give it another chance. No, I, I, you know, it just, dude, my favorite burger at Stout was the morning, the morning after with, oh, the, with the fried egg yeah, on top and the, yeah. and the yolk 
spilling all over that yeah. glorious burger. But you, neither of you guys like ketchup, right? On egg I don't sandwiches? like ketchup. Uh, no, I'll do it once in a while. Probably like one in ten. I think one of the first umami moments for me, or when I finally described what umami was, was when I had runny yolk with the ketchup. When it mixes mm-hmm. together on an egg sandwich, it is like, wow. Back up to the umami. Why, why are we saying like that? What does umami mean? Umami's like your mouth gasm. It, it touches is that what every... Because the, I'm just, it, it hits like every, like sweet, so, you know, savory. Oh, like, all right. Because umami burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's like what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, It, it right. just, it hits every sense and you, you take a bite and you're like, what is happening? This is so good. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's what I get when I have like an egg and cheese, uh, bacon egg okay. and cheese. Yeah. I, I kind of like doing not so much the ketchup, but I like sriracha. I like sriracha too. I, I just, like I, sriracha is like my catch up at yeah, this point because it's it's got like garlic in there. You know, you a little bit of everything, a little bit of heat. Yeah, I would definitely do sriracha before ketchup. And since you mentioned garlic, we could segue for a brief moment. And I don't even know why I put this on there. I think I honestly I think I might have been high when I put this on there. <laughs> I just wrote aioli, the bougie mayo. Uh, I just found out that aioli, the only thing that really constitutes an aioli is having garlic in it. But it's fucking Garlic, mayo. A little bit of lemon, maybe. Yeah. I thought there. aioli and mayonnaise were literally the same exact thing. Well, I don't they think said, traditionally an aioli is a mayo, but there's like garlic in it. Yeah, aioli is what you, you'll get when you go to a restaurant. And they yeah. just don't want to say. I mayo. love, I love an aioli. That sounds like me calling my wife from the other room. Aioli. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's Lisa, by the way. Um, also another name for aioli slash mayo congru or a jace, crema. <laughs> In the uh, southern region of the country, of or like of the South America, in South America. Okay, I, that's Crema. just it's, it's almost like a sour cream, right? It's like a border sour cream slash mayonnaise. Okay, yeah, because I yeah I've had like or like creme fraiche. Is that the same or different? Creme? No, it's different. Creme fraiche is almost like a. That's more sour cream. No, it's more like a. It's almost like a whipped cream. Oh, but it's but just you, got like. It's got like some lemon in it. Yeah. It's got like other things in it. Wait, Cool Whip or Miracle Whip? <laughs> cool, uh, cool Whip. Oh. Y- you'll understand that reference. We have to go back to the future for you to understand oh, that reference. Yeah. You'll know it in a couple weeks. I just want to shout out one more person. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dennis. My boy, Dennis. Yeah. And your boy, Dennis. My boy, yeah. Dennis. I can shout he- out my friend, Dennis, too. Uh, and and our other the, all friends of the pod. double D double D um Dennis my boy Dennis when we were working in Brooklyn turned me on to a, a thing I didn't think of and this is why I don't do the sriracha all the time on the the bacon egg and cheese mm-hmm. he introduced me pickled jalapenos ketchup oh. bacon egg and cheese interesting never had it and I've never had it jalapeno. and that just brought it to another level you got a little bit of freshness a little snap from the the fresh jalapeno I never really realize how much i like a snap in my food me neither yeah, the, until the, the, the crunch and the bite man that's texture everything. everything dude like the best hot dogs you, the snap oh yeah you yeah, get that oh, yeah. snap oh, nobody yeah. wants a mushy dog in their nah, mouth that's gross nah, come on that's why i like a, a nice nathan's hot dog yeah with that or or whatever or whatever the hot dogs were at that uh truck that used to be in front of the mini golf place Sabret? Oh, that Sabret? yeah those yeah, are yeah. really good too I, th- I don't know if they were in cahoots but the dude right <laughs> off exit uh by uh, the Gulf on Ronkonkoma Avenue there? No, or? on the service road over by my my old house. Oh, oh, oh. He had a good dog. Yeah, yeah. Those trucks, man. The dirty and water dogs. The guy on um, uh, is it Hawkins or Ronkonkoma Avenue? That's what I was thinking. By, of. That, by the park. By that park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Andrew Fernandez. Oh, all right. Well, he, he lives over right there. Over there. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Nice. Ooh, Those hot dogs were great. Yeah. What kind of park was this? Yeah, shady park. It's like a local, <laughs> not like, like a kids jungle gym. Yeah, a couple, couple of swing sets, you know. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Basketball court. Yeah, Imagine with, getting a Basketball court, not a single rim has a net or a chain. Yeah. <laughs> How's that guy not on the list selling hot dogs near a kid's park? Freaking weird. Yeah, yeah where have... It's a snack. I, mean, I know it's COVID, but <laughs> it's where snack. have all the, the, the hot dog trucks gone? You know, it's funny They're you mentioned me. that because yeah. Yeah. on News 12, there was a guy, like a famous... Hot dog truck. He had this thing for like 35 years. Guy's like well into his 70s and he like finally retired, but everybody's like, no. <laughs> Dude, you know what I like? I, and I don't know where, how many places you can get them at. Have you ever had, the, I, I don't know if I'm going to explain these right, but the ketchupy onions Dude. that you put on hot dogs? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah we make them at that. home when we don't have them. Is it ketchup? It's ketchup, sugar, uh, ketchup, brown sugar, and a little bit of vinegar. With okay. your, with your onions, and it turns them into that brown. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking delicious. of onions, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I really put my hatred for red onion on display, and you I just want, I just want to say, I don't hate all onions, okay? Just the red ones. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like red onion sometimes. In, well, a sa- in a salad, you know, one or two rings on a burger, a deluxe burger, fine. It's, you can't it's, OD on it. When you OD on it, that's what turns me off. I love grilled onions. I always get my Did shit animal style. Did somebody say something but, to you? Someone no, said, no. But someone I, said something someone to said me said, about you. I just know Yikes. how. I just know how much stress I was causing you guys. They, they we said. Were <laughs> they said because we were talking when we were talking about the big tasty. You know, shout out big tasty. It's a shame we can't get them here in the states. Yeah. But they said because I had mentioned barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. And you were talking I, mad I, shit I, about yeah. barbecue. sauce. I wasn't sauce. talking shit. I just said I don't like it. I prefer tasting the meat. That's all I said. And then in the I s- shit on red onions. Within the same <laughs> within the, the same sandwich, let's skip over the fact that you talking shit about red onions. Then we mentioned ketchup, and you said you hated ketchup. And someone yeah. reached out to me and said, Can Steve just come out and say that he hates all condiments? <laughs> so we need to know where do you stand on condiments? I, I I love mayo, I love mustard. You know I love putting them together. That is my ultra condiment right there. Uh you know, and that's probably where you're gonna draw the line at those. <laughs> <laughs> I was in 2020. Was the first year I ever had mayo and mustard on the same sandwich, dude. It, it's it's amazing. It's, it's so good. good. And now it, they it and now really they good. sell it already pre mixed. I won't do that though. Like we said, I like mixing. Right. It's you like know. the peanut butter and jelly in the same chart. Get out of my face. Yeah, because it, you got to you got to do one excellent. Right. If you're trying to do both together, one's gonna suffer. Right. So, um, but no, I had uh, I got pandemic. So many crazy different cravings and like things I want to try. I wanted to make a fried bologna sandwich. Yeah. Mm. Prison was, meal right there. Oh, but it's so good. And uh, <laughs> again, like every other thing that I started cooking over uh, the pandemic, I found a video on like how to make the best fried yeah. bologna sandwich. Yeah. Well, if you're going to make a bologna sandwich, you got to do You got to make the best. the best. Right. And, but no, I did. They said, you know, fry the bologna, blah, 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 blah but mayo on the bottom, mustard on the top. Mm. And it was the first <laughs> craft American. You need that melty yeah. fake cheese goodness. Yeah. And dude, I'll tell you something else. I made another one the next night. That's how good it was. There you go. Wait, did you do yellow or spicy brown? Spicy um, brown all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yellow. I like yellow in certain aspects. So yeah, so you know, like on a burger, I like ketchup, mustard, yellow mustard. I I like mayo on a burger. I like mayo too. That's it. Yeah, may, mayo, maybe an aioli or crema. I'll have plenty of aiolis on my burgers. No, but yeah, I mean mayo mustard. I, anything from like a. A, like a cold cut sandwich or, you know, hamburgers, that, that's my favorite to have the, the mayo mustard mixture. Wait, is a hamburger a sandwich? 
No, but let's put this. Oh, to it's bed a different right pot, now. buddy. That's a different <laughs> yeah. pot. Let's put this to bed right now. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Absolutely. No. Not. Some, a, somebody thinks it is. Yeah, that's a debate. It's dude, a debate really? on the internet. There's whole wow. podcasts about it too. Someone just marketed a podcast about them debating whether a taco is a sandwich and a, a hot dog is a sandwich. No, and if you guys taco, can see Steve right not, now, he is very upset. Listen, a taco is not a sandwich. No, nope. absolutely. A, me, a Mexican sandwich is called a torta. A torta. Okay. But that's what a Mexican sandwich is. The two things that are well, I can't, <laughs> I can't use that as an argument. I was going to say. The two things is that both sides are connected on a taco and on a hot dog, but you get a hero. Sometimes they do the yeah. cut where it's, yeah. they're, both, they're still together. So. But that's situational. Yeah. So if it's a situational thing, then I don't, I, you can't not call it a sandwich. Yeah. Anyway. I want to say right now, what, what is that? Like, why do you leave the bread connected on a hero? Because then you never get, like, the proper bite with everything. It depends. You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to, like, push the meat in. Yeah. Like, yeah. I but like I, I, like, I like when the bread still maintains the binding. You know, I don't like when it's I know, split. Like because a sometimes, you're right, because sometimes it does, like, kind of, everything kind of, like, goes out yeah, the sides yeah. and everything. Here. But then, you know, if you have an artisanally made sandwich, that's not going to happen, no matter how right. they cut the bread. I'll right. end this conversation. I'll put it to bed right now. Go for it. You go to Pat's, Gino's, or any cheesesteak place. Mm-hmm. They're not cutting their bread in half. They're nah. doing it so they can fit all that cheesy steak, yeah. right. all the whiz, and then the onions, the whatever else you put on your, your cheese steak. I'm, I'm driving down to Florida this weekend. and uh, Oh, you're I, driving? Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've been thinking about making a little pit stop in That's Philadelphia, a tradition. PA. That's a tradition, oh, yeah, sir. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. When, I dro- when I drove out to go live in California... Uh, Anthony took the first half of the trip with me and we hundred percent went two hours out of our way <laughs> to go to Pat's and Gino's and ended up at, cause they were both packed. We went to Tommy Luke's, Tony, Tony, Luke's, Tony Luke's yeah, and was not disappointed. Did with that. not disappoint. They had the cherry peppers on the side, yep. ready to go yep. so, to take at your own leisure. Um, yeah, but they, I think, uh, I forget who we went with, but Chris McKay was definitely one of the people that. We went to Philly specifically to eat cheesecakes and then come home. Yeah. We went, ate at like Pat's, Gino's. Oh, multiple cheesesteaks. Tony DeNick's. <laughs> or no, not Tony DeNick's. DeNick's and Tony Luke's. Which is the best. Day. Like we stopped in the middle, had like, you know, beer here and there. But that, that was the sole reason for the trip to go to Pennsylvania. Yeah, wait, to go how many times you guys stop on the way back to shite yourself? <laughs> Fair few. <laughs> um, yeah. And then when you guys came out of the bathroom, you're like, was yours whiz wit? <laughs> whiz wit? It's definitely wit. Yeah, I, I had to take a whiz wit Amando Duke. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, we're getting excited. We're getting revved up on the food, as you guys could hear. As, uh, but, you as know, is tradition. Yeah, you know, but... We got to keep this train moving. You know, a lot happened this week. We had some stuff going on in the news. Obviously, a lot to get to entertainment news. We got some reviews for you. Uh, but Ben, why don't you uh, kick us into the uh, weekly news segment? Yeah, I um, I saw this. I think it was Saturday morning. Um, rapper, actor, uh, DMX uh, was in the hospital this weekend with a massive heart attack. Uh, he overdosed. I'm not sure on what drug. Yeah, I was reading the article. They didn't say. Yeah. Um, but prayers out to him. I, I hear he's doing a little bit better. But I think the main thing I got out of this article was, did you read the whole article yeah. about how he got hooked on crack? Yeah. It was, like, heartbreaking. I, I yeah. never heard him tell the story about uh, when he was, like, 14, 15, uh, and he was, like, a criminal. He was, like, doing, like, robberies and stuff like that. But this guy that he looked up to kind of saw his older brother, father figure type. Gave him, passed him a blunt. Yeah. And he had laced it with crack. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the story, he's talking about how the author of the article was saying how when he told the story on the podcast, he was like, like getting emotional, getting emotional, getting choked up. And he's like, well, you know, why would you do that to a kid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like all these years later, he's still having issues with drugs. He's been in and out of rehab. Um, I just thought that was really sad. And, you know, you know, it's, it's good to know because it was touch and go for a while. They were saying that. Yeah. He was in grave condition and like very little brain activity. I but, saw that. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he was in like a vegetable or veg, yeah, vegetative state. Vegetative yeah, state, but they yeah. said, I, you know, I haven't seen too much uh, information about how he's doing. But he, you know, he's he's breathing on his own now. At this oh, point, good. he's off all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, get well soon, DMX. He was like, you know, when I was when I thought I was a thug yeah. back in the eighth ninth grade, <laughs> listened to a lot of DMX. So glad to hear he's doing a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he makes go a, out to you, D. Makes a full recovery there. That, yeah, that, that's crazy, man. I, you know, I, it's crazy that you could get hooked like that after just one, you know, one time. It yeah. like, ruins your life pretty well, much. Yeah, it's a, not funny, but I remember getting <laughs> dropped off to a junior high dance, <laughs> and my mom saying, "You know, don't smoke any weed because you never know what these people lace it with." And I, <laughs> and I was always like, "No one's lacing yeah, weed no. with like, yeah." Um, but yeah, man. I, I, but you get that white widow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that's just, <laughs> that's crazy stuff, man. So it reminds me, uh, I don't know if you guys, I, I've mentioned it a couple of times, uh, that show Snowfall on FX. Yo, a couple of friends telling me Dude, it's really, I'm, I'm telling really good. you, it, 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 for anybody listening that hasn't seen the show, it's on FX. They're in their third season. It is such a good show. It's based on, you know, loosely based on true events. It, 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 uh, just like a quick, synopsis i promise it'll be quick uh it, it's it follows the uh crack cocaine uh epidemic in like southern los angeles yeah um you know the cia bringing in you know the cocaina and uh and you know and then fun, funneling it through like you know like the black neighborhoods and stuff like that and and you know to to fund the uh the, the or to battle communism taking over yeah. you know um and dude, it, it it's uh, produced by John Sing, the late John Singleton. Um, but man, such a good show. And this this season is like getting like really really good, man. It's it's so good. Um, so definitely, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's worth watching. Uh, but you know, we were talking about crack, so I figured, when, why not? You know, <laughs> when in Harlem. Someone said. I mean, they brought it up in the, in the same the same breath as as the Wire. They're yeah, like, you know, it's not as good as the Wire, but like it. It's cable. Them, it's like cable TV wire. Yeah, know? it was like to them. It was like one of the best shows that they've seen, and like they're hooked on since. No, it's it's great. Yeah, but, but like I said, yeah, you see a lot of people. You know, th- there's a lot of moral kind of battles now in this season because they're seeing how you know just rampant like this drug is like just ripping through their community and like just destroying so many lives. Uh, so definitely sad, and for somebody to do that to a 14 year old kid, man, nothing wrong with smoking weed at 14. But if you're gonna put some hardcore shit in there, that's gonna like ruin somebody's life. Yeah, man. especially without them knowing. It's just absolutely insane. Give someone a heads up. Be like, hey, uh, before you do this. Speaking of addictive things, though, <laughs> you remember going to Blockbuster on a Friday night? I do remember mm. going to Blockbuster on a Friday night. So why don't we go from the food aisle? We'll pick up a couple pieces of candy and we'll yeah. head into Blockbuster. You know, Blockbusters did have some food aisles. They did. Um, now, yeah, I watched the last Blockbuster documentary on Netflix. Good. We were talking about that a little bit last week. Yeah, I um, checked it out this weekend, too. Yeah, man. And uh, just like, so, you know, it, it, it definitely, the nostalgia is real. You know, when as soon as you see the inside of that, yeah. you know, and, and they have like the celebrity people, you know, kind of talking about their experiences and stuff like that. You're like, damn, yeah, man. Like, 
before you were old enough to drive there yourself and like they mentioned like sometimes there was like a first date and like you know you're learning about the person by what movie they're picking out yeah. and like you know but before that it's like you know you got you got everybody in the car you know and your parents and you know brother and sister whatever you went to blockbuster you you know tried to all agree on one movie for that night or maybe you got two for the weekend but it was really cool and then i, I had mentioned to you one of the the cool little tidbits was uh you know i think well a lot of people were early on obviously before this documentary you were like oh yeah ne well that's the reason why blockbuster went out of business because of netflix yeah. and things like that um it's that's not the case at all you know they you know and like they mentioned in the documentary like what before they kind of went under uh they were like rolling out a lot more digital stuff you know that uh, than netflix had you know they were doing mm -hmm. like the video games online they were doing a lot of that stuff they had brought the guy from taco bell who created the what was it the cheesy, uh, cheesy gordita yeah, crunch yeah when Taco Bell was struggling, they brought this guy on. He came up with the cheesy gordita crunch and like revitalized the business and whatever. So then Blockbuster wanted to bring him over to try and like turn their thing around. And then he came up with the the no late fees. So that was like, you know, that that was like kind of that wasn't the final blow. It went, you know, the whole uh, Comcast. No, not Comcast. Um, uh, what was Viacom? The, Viacom. The Viacom deal was really what kind of sealed their fate, but. Uh yeah, I mean it's really cool to see that. Like I, I had no idea that VHS tapes cost a hundred bucks. Yeah, back then. Yeah. You know, and that you were so buying weird. them like straight from the like the movie studio. So it makes sense that they had then came up with all these little video stores you paid three, four. $4. I enjoyed all the the comedian and and star cameos yeah. in there. Like Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith is like all, all over that. Yeah. Um Jamie Kennedy, is that his name? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he's he hilarious. Yeah, but time is not treating that dude well. <laughs> you want to talk about crack? I mean, that dude, <laughs> that dude looked like he struggled with some pipes. <laughs> um, well, most white men, we uh, we age like pears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but that, that was definitely a good documentary. Uh, also saw that there was a uh, a trailer for Rick and Morty season five. Pumped. Coming our way June. Yeah, 20th. do you watch it? The trailer? No, do you watch the show? I watched the show. Yeah, I watched like the first couple episodes. The first, I mean, it was good. The first episode is very all over the place. And, and is it supposed? I, I haven't seen any episodes at all, but I know it's like everybody raves about the show. Is it supposed to be like uh, Doc Brown and Marty? Is it like a ripoff of that? It's, or? it's essentially a ripoff of that. Because even the names, you know. It's the, the ripoff of that, but there's almost, I mean, the, it's very loosely based off yeah, of it. Yeah, like yeah. as far as the name and the likeness sure, of them, sure. it's like. But they never, just, they never like. Did that like self-aware like Deadpool type vibe where they like acknowledge that people probably think it's I I don't remember if yeah. they do do that but I like the fact that it's what they with what Royland did with um what's his name what's the other creator oh I don't even know Harmon and Royland I think that's who did it anyway um I like how they created this community on on the internet where people who watch Rick and Morty think that they're like transcending like yeah. knowledge. They're like, Oh, you don't watch it. Cause you don't get the humor. Cause we're so smart. Um, and I am not talking loud enough. <laughs> yeah. Your, your waveforms looking a little, looks Here, let's like, start. Oh, oh, that's like a nice waveform. Not so much there. Though. Let's start over. <laughs> no, no, keep going. Oh, let me add though. I, I looked it up and, and the creators are Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Okay. I was Dan right. Harmon sounds very familiar. Didn't Dan he Harm do Metalocalypse? He also wrote a bunch of episodes for community. Oh, but he Metalocalypse guy or this. I don't else? remember if he did Metalocalypse, which is also a hilarious yeah, show on yeah. Adult Swim. But, <laughs> uh, that's the thing about, um, a lot of the, um, 
community for Rick and Morty fans. They're yeah. just like, oh, we're we're like part of a different level of of humor that you won't understand. Yeah. But then Harmon they turn their noses up at South Park fans. But well, sort of. Yeah. And then Harmon came out and was like, "There's literally nothing to this. It's just stupid, yeah. <laughs> just stupid yeah. comedy." And that's the vibe I got from it. But like the. Like, you know, you had with, with Hamilton, and I'm sure you've had with, with other things, when when something is just getting that much hype, yeah, it's just like, all right, it's yeah. like, it can't off. be that good. I mean, one of these days, I'll check it out. It's like, is it exclusively on HBO now? Is it's that... on Hulu. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I don't know if it's on... I think, I'm pretty sure it was still on Hulu. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know... Because uh, didn't it, like... Didn't it go to a different platform? Was it like an FX cartoon or something like that? Or I think it's always been Adult Swim. Oh, it was oh, Adult oh, okay, Swim. Okay. Um, I think I just made all that up. I blacked out. It's good though. Definitely worth a watch if you can. They have some really funny characters in there, and yeah, no, I do. I mean, the most Rick and Morty I've seen is the Pringles commercial. So uh, you know, and just based on that, I feel like you know I, I could give it a watch. There, it is smart in some <laughs> ways, but definitely, uh, it's worth a watch. Yeah. I'll check it out. Uh, what else? Oh, this was a big one. Uh, Netflix is making waves in the stream. They paid $450 million for the rights of Knives Out 2 and 3. And they're going to bring back Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig to reprise, reprise his role as Detective... James Bond. <laughs> yeah, Detective James Bond. No, uh, something like Blanc, something Benny Blanc, he was... I don't know awesome in that movie he was good in that that uh, movie dude, was I, great great movie you know chris evans is in there with a complete you know 180 from his captain america days and then uh first time i saw anna de armas mm. she's like she's incredible she is so beautiful wasn't she involved with ben affleck yeah they would I, I don't know they may be still dating i don't know batfleck yeah she's got a thing for bats but how are you gonna do a sequel or because it's just going to follow, like, it's, it's just, just another he, case. He's a detective, yeah, just going to be on another case. So we're going to have, um, like, uh, you know, Sherlock holmes desk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like it. You know, I, I and, and you know, Ryan Johnson won an Oscar for that, for Best Original Screenplay, I believe. It was a great movie. It was a great movie. I said that three times already. Uh, no, because it, it was really good. Uh, and I, I like those kind of, like, uh, you know. I know James murder. loves that that movie, too. Yeah, no, yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I haven't seen it, but judging by the name of it, it, it reminds me of, um... What was that name of that movie? Aces. Oh, Smoking uh, Aces. Smoking Aces. Dude, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Yo, I had to see that movie in theaters because Jeremy Piven was in it. Yeah, that dude, that was like Jeremy Piven at his peak when he did that, and he did um, Rock and Roller. No, uh, probably. The, oh, the but, salesman movie. Yeah, the car uh, salesman. Yeah, what was that called? The I big, don't know. the big Lebowski. I don't no, know. no, that's that's a classic <laughs> movie. That that's was a like, classic. <sighs> no, I yeah. I forget oh, I don't the, know that. Uh, but best one of his best roles, one of the best comedies of our time. What, Old school, uh, Jeremy oh, Piven. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, speaking of Jeremy, I Piven, thought we I was locked watching... you in a dumpster. <laughs> I got like, out. I got out. <laughs> cool. Jeez. Oh yeah. Jeez. I uh, I was just randomly watching an episode of Seinfeld on TV the other day, and Jeremy Piven was on. He uh, auditions for George. Oh, uh, yeah, on the yeah, NBC yeah. show that they're pitching with more hair. Yeah. Yeah. With but, yeah, with no hair. No, he he, he was had, no, a he little was, bit more hair, but Jeremy he, Piven. He was bald. Yeah. And yeah, well, it, he had a bad Seinfeld. hairline. Yeah, always. No, yeah, well, he definitely looked like George when he was auditioning for George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jeremy Piven. Yeah, Ari Gold, probably one of the best fictional characters on television ever. Period. You know what Don't he's doing me. now? What he's doing? Uh, Mike Tyson's podcast. He's like, it's Mike Mike Tyson. They have the guest. What the hot box? Yeah, and then Jeremy P- Jeremy Piven is like the 
because you know how like I guess Mike needs to be like reeled in a little bit at times yeah, and yeah. like and and Jeremy's soft, that guy and yeah he because I was watching um, I've seen a few of them but I, or maybe is this like a recent thing that he just got involved or? all right maybe okay because I'm I'm judging this off one because yeah, I, yeah. I, I started watching the Bill Burr was on Hotbox and yeah yeah and it was Bill Burr and then Jeremy Piven was there like and mm-hmm. it seems like him and Mike have like a, a really good rep, uh, rep- rapport rapport thank yeah. you. there we go um. And he was, you know, he was like, all right, Mike, well, maybe he means this. And, you know, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's kind of like oh, man, raining me, Mike in a little bit. Check that out now. I, I've seen a couple episodes too, but I, uh, a lot like, you know, longer ago, maybe he wasn't involved back then, but yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I'll check that out. Another one I've been looking at too, Chaz Palminteri has his own podcast now. Uh, homeless Pimp does that one as well as yes. the 12 other, po- yeah, Homeless Pimp, why don't you come to ours? Yeah, we need a Homeless Pimp. Um, yeah, when we, especially when we get the video going, we need a Homeless Pimp for sure. We'll, we're taking applications for a uh, production assistant. Unpaid. It will give you stock in the company. Yeah. So yeah, Netflix, man, spending $450 million on two movies that haven't come out yet or have even been written, to my knowledge. Maybe uh, it's... Uh... But the first one was so... I think uh, I think I read that the first one was made for like $20 million and they made it, it gross like $311 million. Shout out 311. What are you pulling up here? Uh-oh. Yeah, so the next thing I put on here was... um, I mean, I guess I'm not going to go too deep into this but uh george rr R. martin steve's favorite signed <laughs> a huge new deal with hbo so i'm giving up hope on the books yeah. at this point i don't think we're ever getting them what um what is Yikes. he doing this is for like another spinoff of uh game of thrones or what is uh, this? three more spinoffs oh my god which i'm mean, dude it's really cool like the show soured me on game of thrones and related content but like if you've read the books and like read all the side stories and stuff like that it's so deep yeah. and rich it's amazing yeah so i'm sure it what you know whatever they end up doing as long as uh benioff and weiss aren't a part of it yeah is going to be awesome um and i just saw they're doing uh game of thrones on broadway oh wow they're not doing thankfully the show they're doing um you know uh Rhaegar targaryen mm-hmm. was the one that stole uh ed's ned's sister Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. Uh, King Baratheon was like in love with. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna do. There's a to- uh, a tourney at Harrenhal, one of the castles, where she sees Rhaegar for the first time. Oh, I read that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you give? Let me borrow no, no, that no, no, book. No, no, no. I did let you borrow that book. That's a different tourney. That was uh, um, uh, Duncan Egg. Oh, uh, okay. The okay. Trial of the Seven, which uh, was effing awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that, but all right, not excited about the. Uh... He's just you know George R R Martin is he's just a playboy man. He doesn't want to write anymore. He just wants to you know. I, know. I don't want to be a player no more. <laughs> well, he's just getting his he's stacking his checks. Hey man, get that COVID vaccine though. Make sure make sure you're alive to fucking see all that coming to fruition. Speaking you... of which, getting mine tomorrow. Well, when you hear this, it's going to be yesterday. So shoot me some love. See how I'm doing. Hopefully, uh. I either got, like Dennis said, the super soldier serum, or yeah. I got the, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll be like laid up in bed, <laughs> playing the life. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I, yeah, I would, I'd be pumped if I, you know, was potentially written about for uh, a future Disney Plus series that's Marvel adjacent. <laughs> How Steve gets his superpowers from the <laughs> COVID vaccine. What would my superhero name be? If I got the COVID-19 vaccine and it gave me super strength and maybe some other powers that are like weird but can be useful at times. What are you thinking, like, uh... Mr. Clean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> ah, moving right along. Fabuloso. <laughs> you have a purple outfit. That's, that's the, the, the overdubbed Spanish version. I become fabuloso. 
Um, what else we got? Do we want to deep dive on the Kong review? Or... I kind of do, but I kind of want to watch it. Me too. So don't even go into it? Yeah, and I feel like we're, what are we, so we're at an hour I, now anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're 54 minutes in. You know, your boy here, I wrote like 12 paragraphs worth of notes for this damn movie. I know. But I, want, I do next want to time, watch it. You know what? Go watch Godzilla vs. Kong, damn it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in May. It's, I'll just say it's visually stunning. It looks really, really good. Can and, I get a snap star rating? Uh, I would, uh, I would certified fresh. Okay. Certified fresh. Okay. Uh, I think you only have to be, what's, what gets you certified fresh? 60. 90. Oh yeah. It is that high. Yeah. You can't be certified fresh in the eighties. No, I think certified fresh is like uh, top yeah? of the tops. Okay. Oh, maybe Cream it's not certified the fresh then. It was good though. Definitely good. Okay. Um, and you don't, you know, you, you, you probably pick up more subtleties about the movie if you watch all the other ones. But like when you mentioned you went back and watched all the other ones, I don't think you really need to. Um, there's not like, you wouldn't be lost. There's nothing where they're like, it calls back, you know, like so much so that like, if you didn't see it, you'd be lost. But. Well, there was a part, well, I'm, I'm just neurotic like that. When, no, yeah. When yeah. they were like, right in the beginning of the movie, I think it's in the first three, three, four, five minutes, they were like, oh, Godzilla was our savior and then and I was like oh shit what happened and I turned it off and I was like oh, I gotta watch it now yeah well yeah that that, that line is only just you know because in King of the Monsters he killed all the monsters that were you know wreaking havoc all over the world Mothra yeah uh, Ka- Chimera or something like the yeah, three-headed the thing three-headed they, they had thing. them all they had them all um, but yeah it's a good movie Re- you know really fun watch and like I said visually it, it's it looks amazing um, the technology for that stuff is like I was joking around. I was like, I could see the crow's feet on like Kong's eyes. Yeah. Um, dude, hasn't been sleeping well. Yeah, hasn't been sleeping well. Could use could use maybe a couple of like uh, what's that? Where they inject like the needle into Botox? like the, Botox. Kong needs a little bit of Botox. Not aging that well. That's a huge ass needle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good movie. Uh, we could stay on the entertainment tip, and we can go into Falcon Winter Soldier. Let's do it. And I'll start that by apologizing for my rants last week. Uh, I, although I did, uh, acknowledge it myself, I was completely mixing up the winter soldier and the civil war plot lines, basically didn't even mention anything about, uh, winter soldier and just went all in on, uh, civil war. So after that episode, I felt so bad that I went and watched winter soldier and civil war again. And, uh, civil war is the best like precursor to Falcon and Winter Soldier. You get all the little tidbits and the callbacks and stuff like that from that movie and 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 really adds so much more context with uh the super soldiers that that existed back under the Erskine uh science experiments and stuff like that. So so my apologies for any confusion last week, but this week now we're in our third episode. Um we catch back up with Sam and Bucky uh trying to find uh, well, they go to visit Zemo. The, the second mm-hmm. episode ended with them going to see him. Um, you know, Bucky breaks him out of uh, jail uh, so that he could, you know, give them leads or give them more information about what he might know about the super soldier uh, serum. That's when uh, you get a lot more like the the backstory with uh, like Isaiah and and that stuff. This was just another. I like the whole episode. I like the whole breakout scene, especially yeah. starting with the. I'm going to tell you a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Can, it, can I get into a hypothetical with you? And, 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 the two, and we mentioned it multiple times also before the pod, last pod, but 
their chemistry, man, is so good. Anthony Mackie and um, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan, aka Young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, they're great. And 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 he's like, well, he's like, I don't like how calm you are. It's unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that they didn't spend the whole episode on breaking him out. Yeah, like no, it was, it was like a, a quick, yeah, real quick. I guess he had because he's like, oh, what book are you reading? Well, well, before we go to that, I, I was laughing because you know we just had it on again before the pod. Soon, as soon as the light hits Zemo's brow, he's already trying to activate the Winter Soldier. And yeah. he's like, I don't, I don't work like that anymore. He's like, I just have to try. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I guess he slipped something in the book because then he's like, oh, what book are you reading? And he's like, Machiavelli. And then when he leaves, he goes back over to it and there was like some sort of security key or something like that in there, right? Is that, that's what I took it as. Um, I don't know. I didn't even, I don't remember. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I saw that there was something in the book, but I thought... He... I, I, I imagine he slipped it in there somehow, because that, that, that would be the only significance of asking what you're reading, and then him True. remembering after the fact, and like, oh, why did he ask about the book? And then, I don't know. But but yeah, he orchestrates like a fight to break out, and, and he's like, why would two prisoners just fight out of nowhere? What, what? And then he's like, I don't know, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that whole scene was great. Um, the whole episode was great, especially when they're, um, they're in that shootout outside. Oh, yeah, um, out of the shipping and container? And Anthony's like, go that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Falcon's like, go that way. He's like, it's like in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, all, all, all the banter with them is great. Uh, the Char- music was really good in the, the episode. The music was yeah. great. The, um, the rap song that they're playing uh, when they walk into the bar. Is it when they walk in? Oh, no, when they like they, they start showing uh, Madripoor. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that whole rap song is in uh, Tagalog, which is uh, the Filipino language. Oh, yeah? Because oh, like, wow. I was like on her phone, kind of, and she just looked up. She's like, that's Tagalog. Oh, wow. And I like, looked back to that. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, you, you just said it, Madripoor. That was the biggest drop, you know, in the episode. You know, there's a lot of Marvel fans that are like salivating a bit because... You know, that place is synonymous with, you know, mutants. And uh, there was a couple of Easter eggs with some of the bars that they showed. They showed uh, the Princess Bar, who Wolverine is like a co-owner of. The best mutant. Uh, Yeah, seriously. Um, We saw that. And then also outside of that Princess Bar, there was a little circle with like a cross. That that, I made you pause and zoom in for me. Yeah, that people are are speculating. It's like an X-Men type logo. Is also that's a, a similar logo like that on the gates of the GRC. Um, the repatriation councils, like when I first saw it, depot. mid like in the episode, I paused it and I was like, maybe that's just a do not enter sign. It's probably, yeah, but it, it's so close. Like what but do I, not enter sign looks like that. You know, it, it, my it, brain is like trying to yeah. deny it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want it to happen. No, yeah. That, so yeah, that was cool. Also, you know, I had mentioned last week the flag smasher group, you know, with Carly and stuff like that, they were giving off the vibe, like, you know, cause they even called like referred to her as like a Robin hood. Um, so I was feeling like, you know, these people probably aren't, they're probably like the misunderstood people that aren't actually bad. And then we'll find out that they're actually like a noble cause. But then Carly went full blown villain and set off the car bomb and killed everybody inside and just said uh, the only language they understand is violence. So uh, that was her turning point because I think she was, she was still like redeemable in that like nothing she did was terribly wrong. Like well, everything... they went heavy too in this episode and trying to make you feel bad for her. Yeah. Like with her mother or mm-hmm. whoever she was trying yeah. to like save. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that was. I thought that was her mother, but it was that other, the Don, her lover? Danya, Danya Adani. Or so. She was probably just the founder of that, like, this is my lover. Whatever organization, maybe. And, and, and that's because I think she even said, like, you know, her work w- w- won't go by, like, unfinished or so. I don't know. But another great episode, we get Sharon Carter back. Uh, we even get, I forget her name, uh, but it's one of uh, T'Challa's bodyguards that we mm-hmm. see at the end of at the, the movie. End. 
And had I not watched Civil War, I would have been a little bit lost at that part. I mean, you figure that she's like probably in, you know, with the Black Panther because they had the, the those like balls the that ball. they, that, yeah. that uh, Bucky found. And um, Bucky so we'll, knows that, knows Wakanda. Yeah. He's been there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that, you know, because she still wants, you know, she's coming for Zemo because Zemo uh, killed T'Chaka, um, you know, and they haven't got any justice for that. So, you know, but. But just getting back to like you know, the the it's a, it's a testament to the writing and the acting because when you have villains or they're staged as villains but you still care about them, again just a testament to the writing and the acting because like Zemo, I'm like forgetting about all the bad stuff he did. I, I'm like wishing that this guy is like just a good guy now, even though you know we mentioned the Thunderbolts thing and and probably gonna. Those are my favorite characters in any form of writing or or um media yeah is when you have that guy the Negans, the, the jokers right exactly you know. those are always my favorite because you somehow in the back of my head i'm like there's good to you there's yeah. i want to see a, that a that a element thousand percent gonna turn on them though oh no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, more than a thousand percent well when i was deep <laughs> diving on 2, that thousand percent when i was 4, deep well that's why i'm you know maybe you know Sharon Carter. There's a little bit of sketchiness in that now, because you know, obviously she was uh, enemy of the state number one back in the events of Civil War when she stole the shield and the wings, uh, which was what also if... a cool scene when she's like, she's like, yeah, if you don't remember, she's like, I stole the shield and the wings so that you could fend off this guy because he was brainwashed by that ass. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was funny. But then you know, the, at the end of that episode, like when they leave the shipyard, she she has that like random driver and she's like oh we got a problem I'll, I'll tell you in the car on the way or something like Yo, that what if sharon is actually mystique and mystique shape-shifted as sharon oh i was you it's know, like I was, absolutely i was, I was out of thinking field. like maybe she's like either the power broker or like working with the power broker or something like that um she's... But wouldn't that scientist guy have recognized her when they uh... went into the crate yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess that's right. But maybe... But most people haven't... We haven't seen the power broker yet yeah. in person, so that alludes to the point where he's very mysterious, like Wizard of Oz character. <laughs> um, but in in a lot of other stories, you see when someone gets outcast that worked for a government agency, army or whatever, and they're not allowed back in, they're usually a mercenary or work as a gun for hire for yeah. someone else. So maybe they're doing. she's doing some contract work. But yeah, she definitely, Some freelance? Yeah, she definitely settled into, you know, like she mentioned, she's like, you know, if I'm going to hustle, I might as well live that lifestyle. So she's definitely done well for herself. We don't know what exactly she's gotten involved with. Probably, uh, I'm sure it's easy to believe that she maybe did get involved with some of the wrong people just to kind of, you know, get by or at least get in, get in with whoever she needed to be in, in Madripoor or whatever. Well, imagine your boyfriend or girlfriend just like, left you for their like love from a hundred years ago. Yeah, no, yeah, I saw Fucked up, man. <laughs> that, that was messed up. Kisses her, yeah, and that's another funny scene too, when he kisses when Cap kisses her and then it cuts to uh Bucky and uh Sam in the car and they're both like smirking yeah. and kinda like and they're then like, he's like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then also too that's you know from Civil War to this one in Civil War uh Sam is in the front seat, and mm -hmm. Bucky's like, you know, could you move your seat up? And and he's just like, no. <laughs> and then and we just got the exact opposite in this one. That's why he's like, you're not going to move your seat up, are you? And, then, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, another good episode. Just gets better and better I'm every just week. sad that there's only three episodes Yeah, left. only three more. But, you know, it, it really, this, this limited series plays like a movie. I, I almost wish that they just did a Falcon and Winter Soldier movie and then just gave us, like, a three-hour all-in-one. Yeah. Because even from week to week, it's not like, it's like it's right where it left off, 
and and it just has the pace and and, and of of just like a good like action packed movie. So I also want to bring up. I think it was in the first episode that um, I don't know if I ever noticed this, but when he goes to visit his sister and his nephews uh-huh. at the boat, they call him Uncle Sam. Ah, Uncle Sam. Yeah. Very patriotic. I would like to see Uncle Sam. Do you think he's going to ultimately take back the cap mantle at the end of this, or do you think technically, or do you think uh, Bucky is? Bucky I feel takes like, it. No, yeah, in the comics, Bucky. But then he hands it back off to to Sam to Sam, uh, and Falcon is the the Captain America going forward. Yeah, depending on which storyline, yeah, Billy. Yeah. If you want to fact check me on that, please, because. <laughs> Steve well, no, because coined they, they, me as the resident comic yeah, book you're, guy. Yeah, re, you're resident because you're here. Billy is the calling guy. I, I know my stuff too, but I tend to, uh, you know, deep dive and, and, and like listening to other people's uh, you takes. Know, yeah, takes on it and, and their theories and stuff. Um, but again, one of the things too that I love about, you know, the week, as much as I hate it, we mentioned it before, I like the, the weekly thing because the speculation between it is, is a lot of fun. Um, and and it's just been a fun series, man. It, it really entertaining. Uh, those are two characters that you really enjoy watching in the movies. And then you know, going back and watching Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War, I'll say it right now: the three best movies. I'm gonna exclude Infinity War and Endgame. The best three movies in the entire run is the tri- the Captain America trilogy. The first Avenger, Winter Soldier, and Civil War are. To, for, for me, the, I mean, I can't disagree. I feel like anytime Winter Soldier Bucky is involved, yeah, I'm, well, I'm do, yeah, all Win, for it. Winter Soldier and Civil War. I mean, Civil War could have easily been Avengers two point five or three, Easy. Th- three or yeah, two point yeah, because it's after watching it, I forgot it was a Captain America movie. I, you, yeah, you forget because it's like you you right like right away you just get every character. Um, I don't yeah, I don't think everybody's in it. The, I, Black Panthers in it. There's um. Hawkeye, Black Hawkeye, Widow, Black Widow, uh, Tony, obviously. Yeah, the uh, Rhodes, uh, whatever his uh, War, War Machine, War Machine, Spider Man's debut. You Spider-Man. get all those extra yeah, Spider Man scenes with him, with him flirting with Aunt May. Yeah, and, and yo, and that's another shout out. RDJ was his birthday yesterday. I think he was like fifty six or something like that. I don't know. Bless him. Happy birthday, sir! Come back as Iron Man. We need you. <laughs> um, but yeah, great but show. This is. I hope the ending of this sets up the the new avengers yeah it seems like they're uh they're introducing a lot of younger people and then also isaiah's grandson that answered yes. the door winds up being uh somebody in the young avengers What's as well name? i think he's patriot patriot i want to see dark avengers well dark avengers and uh i feel like ben the, would the hell, love that what the hell did i just mention before that that they're saying we might get with zemo and the thunderbolt thunderbolt and dark avengers are like Weren't they kind of released like in a little bit in the same vein? Yeah. But they have it's if they redo it depends on what they do with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because technically Norman Osborn um, takes some happens with the an alien invasion and then Tony loses access to his stuff and and Norman Osborn gets inherits Stark's oh, wow. thing and he becomes Iron Man. Then you have huh. Wolverine's son, Dak, who becomes Wolverine. A Jace, and then you have like all these other like bullshit. It's almost like Suicide Squad s- of of Avengers. Yeah, well, I have that, the book if you want it. Yeah, but that's you know. Well, I said that the uh, the Dark Avengers was similar to the Thunderbolts because in that arc, the Avengers and like the mutants are dead, 
Mm-hmm. And so all these like super villains pretend to be like heroes to get in like the good graces. And then they wind up doing like good stuff for a while. And, and then, then the Avengers like come back and then Zemo is like, to, without you know to to not risk like the loyalty like he outs everybody on his side as being villains so that nobody could be like no 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 i'm a good guy now you know you're talking about the thunderbolts with winter soldier in it right i guess i, I never I, have... I, I never read them but when i was just kind of because you know one of the i think uh brandon davis from comic book had mentioned that in his take mm-hmm. um because you know uh you know a couple of things that he was talking about with zemo he's like you know this is could we get some thunderbolt action that would be awesome and when i deep cool. dove on that you know it went through all that stuff dark of uh dark avengers came up mm-hmm. um but yeah i can't remember where the thunderbolts fit in with the with dark avengers yeah but I have the Thunderbolts. I just was going through my comic book collection and I was like seeing all these. I'm like, I forgot I bought these. I have them. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of source material to uh, sift through. And that's why these episodes are jam-packed with Easter eggs, you know, for the super avid fans. Um, they, uh, they don't go by unnoticed. Uh, but yeah, another great episode. Forgot to give you the spoiler warning at the top, but there will be a timestamp so you can avoid all this stuff if you haven't seen the episode. And if you haven't, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, you, you're probably the type of person that would watch it. So maybe we don't need the spoiler warning. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving right along. Uh, you know, we don't have a whole lot left for you. Um, we're going to have one thing that we're going to leave you guys with. There's no friendly fire this week. We're going to start that fresh next month. We didn't even know Anthony was going to be here today. But he, uh, surprise, motherfucker. He came through and we're so happy that he's here, man. We missed you. Um, you you know, Benny basically came up with this, uh, last week. I forget that we were even talking about, but he awarded something that that I mentioned (laughs) as the most unnecessary thing of the week. So I like that. And I think it's going to be a segment going forward. So every week we're going to try and find the most unnecessary thing that you can't unsee. And we're going to post it maybe in a story. We'll link it. And, uh, yeah, so this week, taking the cake, (laughs) taking the cake for the most unnecessary thing of the week is a piece of cake. It is a buff, (laughs) a buff Grogu or a young baby Yoda just yoked out. He's probably on his fifth cycle of steroids from what I can tell. Uh, pecs are just looking. I want to know who the reference photo was for this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably probably a young uh schwarzenegger like Sch- schwarzenegger be. mr mr olympia his face. i don't understand why you would want this i don't like see you know i had a problem when groot grew up i don't like adolescent acne ridden <laughs> groot i like the baby groot yeah that's cute and innocent i like baby but adolescent Yoda. groot saved the universe he did. and he so cut made... off his arm to save the world <sighs> Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. But still, he's annoying, though. He's a real shit kid he is in that a movie. You know what I mean? He's a piece of... But, but this buff-ass Yoda, man... Is absolutely... he a son of a birch? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good that, one. that is good. Um, Benny's just got these, like, you know... He, he's like, he's bobbing, like, the whole... And then he's just, like, <laughs> stiff jabs right to the chin. It's the rope-a-dope strategy. Yeah. I thought I needed a coffee before this episode, but then Benny just jabbed me in my temple piece and <laughs> wide awake. No, it's but yeah, this... I, I wish you guys could see this right now because his delts are looking mighty fine. No, I don't even know what a delt is. Where that's is the where, back. Oh, that's on the back? Rear deltoid. This is a hard thing to look at. Yeah. I think it's the face for me. Because the face yeah, doesn't match I, the body. I don't like that his arms are behind his head. This is like 
Playgirl vibe right now. Dude, if you I don't want to see a baby a baby Yoda doing Playgirl. Scroll up. I don't think he has legs either, which makes it unsettling. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no no legs. legs. He's just wearing like a burlap. You bag went that for far underwear. into detail. You couldn't even throw a couple legs on the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. Jeez. Technically, he doesn't even have four arms. It just stops at the elbow because. His... <laughs> Hit play on that. I think they like cut it in half. <laughs> uh, buff baby Yoda. It's a yellow cake. Got some frosting wrapping some it. Fondant. Oh wow! Look at those pecs that she just plasted on there. With pink nipples. Maybe the pink nipples is the worst the, part. Yeah, the nipples are... That's it? That's All that it. work and they just throw the cake off the plate like that? Ugh. That's disrespectful. But yeah, the most unnecessary that is thing not of the, way. the week right there. And not you're, the you're, way. you're welcome for that. Nobody asked for it. That's that meme where it's like, nobody, and then... <laughs> <laughs> cake. Oh, man. Um, oh, we didn't talk about Negan. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, another Another review that We'd definitely uh, be pissed if we didn't mention is Hello Negan. Uh, it was the episode six uh, finale of that little kind of interim season that The Walking Dead put out. Um, you know, we mentioned it before, like each episode, I think, got better and better as they went. Uh, and then the final one uh, gave us the backstory on Negan. Um, and uh, it was just a great episode. Uh, he had uh, his wife played opposite him so his his you know jeffrey dean morgan's real Actual wife, wife. Oh, mm -hmm. uh played his his fictional wife in the show um and you could tell there was a, little, a lot of sweet moments where you could you you just tell like the facial expressions that something deeper there and uh yeah re really nice story i thought they did a nice job with that kept it kind of close to the comic it was pretty damn it was pretty damn close yeah there, i mean there were significant um changes between the the comics but i'm trying not to be the that comic weenie and I've yeah. gotten a lot better over the years yeah. taking it for what it is, but definitely from oh, just like you said, the chemistry between husband and wife in in real life. And then, yeah, you know, into the, the show was excellent. Um, and, a you know, and a complete 180 for his character, you know, cause what we see him, he, well, you know, when he was a gym teacher, he got into like a bar fight yeah. and, and, you know, winds up losing his job. It seems like after that day, he just like turned a new leaf and was like peaceful Negan and like wouldn't even like he couldn't even kill a walker. Like there was walkers outside of their house and like she kept them. Oh, you got to go take care of it. And he almost like died trying to like fend off a walker. And, and, then, and his, then the his wife came out and they used the last bullet and smoked that thing. But which I kind of like because they. No, did I liked that. it too. I, I, you know, it just it, it just makes it humanizes it human and and it just adds that much more depth to the character because obviously we're getting this well after the war uh, and the whole saviors arc. So obviously knowing what Negan becomes and just like a ruthless uh, killer. Son of a bitch. Well, not even ruthless because he, he was always fair. He has a code. He, yeah. It could, yeah. So, but unfortunately the code, you know, eye for an eye, the world's blind type of thing, but he wouldn't just do some horrible shit for no reason. The reason why he bashed Glenn's skull in because they killed the they, people while they, they were sleeping. They killed his people. So, you know. See, if somebody was, killed my people, uh, you know, I might have to kill them back. <laughs> right? That was the whole thing I got into with a lot of different people in in the um when the show came out. So yeah. I knew who Negan was as a character. Yeah. And I knew it was alluding up to it. And when we watched it live, I know a lot of people um who saw it were like, this guy's a piece of garbage. And I'm like, yeah. honestly, I'm like, take a step back for a minute and just think, are exactly who are the bad guys here? Yeah. Yeah, because like, you're only getting it from one perspective. Yeah, like Rick's, Rick's team crew. Yeah. perspective. So, of course, you're going to and, and, and that specific episode, when they infiltrate the Savior's... Uh, 
that like compound, silo yeah. compound. Uh, and killing all those people in their sleep. Right. That for me was tough because I'm like, no, nah, this isn't what these people would do. That's not like them. It's like Cap with the gun or Batman with the yeah. shotgun. Like that's against it. But that's, I mean, that's what the show is ultimately about. It's, it's and people versus people. And you, you see the, the teetering of like each character's moral compass, you know, like Rick, like we mentioned, you know, he had his bouts with psychosis, you know, what yeah. I mean? that guy went off the reservation. Uh, Carol's <laughs> lost her mind. Daryl's lost his mind. You know, everybody at some point, Probably besides Glenn, I don't. I don't ever remember Glenn. Glenn was always he was the was the best of the show. Yeah, and I think that that was such a like an incredible moment in comics and that series as a TV show is that the one level-headed, always there person gets removed. Yeah, everything kind of crumbles. Yeah, um, not in the fact that like they still had their community and all, but like. You know, obviously yeah. Maggie's going to be scarred and, and whatever, yeah. but Rick wasn't the same after. No. And then the whole thing with Carl. But the the thing I like to, to talk about is that, you know, Negan had in this in this episode, you're like, oh, this guy was a gym teacher. He had a he made a mistake. Yeah. He got into a bar fight. Which in the comments, but that son bitch had it coming. Oh, he sure did. Yeah, and it, it was cool because you see at the end of the episode that transformation, the switch. Yeah, where he's like, "You said that I talk too much." Yeah. Well, you wrong. We're gonna wish I never stopped. Talking. Yeah, no, that yeah, because that that's great. gonna end real. He went bad from for he you. went from being like, and and that was like in the same time that was like a difference a day makes. You know what I'm saying? Because when he was in the chair the day before, he was like super nervous, like very like timid, like you know, not a violent bone in his body. And uh, you know, and then his wife dies, and he... I like that they chose to have him kill her in in the show, because in the in the book or in those those one offs, they he has some kid that he randomly sees in the hospital do it. Oh, I don't know. And he, that. he's like, go down to the hall to the left. I need you to take care of it. And the kid brings a fire extinguisher with it oh, wow. and kills her. And he goes, "Hey, was that your wife?" Yeah. Because I don't want to talk about it. And then yeah. that embarks him on that journey where, and, and you see it, he's like with all his friends, uh, with all these people that he meets along the way, they keep dying. And he's like, I don't want to get attached to anybody anymore because yeah. everyone I get attached to dies. Yeah. So you're just kind of seeing this progression where, you know, he, he went through some shit too. No, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's why, that's why I like the questioning that, uh, you know, Rick's group had always asked new people like that they got involved with, like, you know how many uh, how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed, mm -hmm. and why? Right. You know that that's you know for three quick questions. It's like well, you know you're gonna have to, you know obviously have to kill walkers. How many people have you killed, and then why did you kill those people? Because it's like you know just the desperation that's been like consistent throughout. You know, and and when people are desperate, you know they they do desperate things. Like you know he's trying to you know, hold the, hold those people hostage to get the medicine for his wife with a, an empty gun and they wind up helping him out and stuff. And then you also, that blonde girl, that's, she ultimately becomes a savior. Yeah. So we, we were talking about it before and we mentioned a couple of times about, you know, spinoffs uh, with, you know, Game of Thrones and, and all these spinoffs. It's like, I, I don't know where they're going with season 11 uh, that's coming this summer of The Walking Dead. So really not that far to go before that, which is nice. But, you know, they, they leave off with, you know, Negan basically coming into his own and becoming the Negan that you know from the Savior's arc. And then he goes back, you know, because he had he had got, we'll back up a little bit, uh, but, you know, he got cast out to live mm -hmm. in that cabin by himself. 
uh, you know, Carol set him up in there, and that's when he like drinks and then goes down memory lane, <laughs> and uh, and we get all the context and stuff like that. But uh, the the episode ends with him uh, asking Carol if he could transfer back in. Yeah, well, not asking. He basically told well, I'm her, moving like, my shit. yeah, I'm moving yeah. my shit back in, and then he's like grilling Maggie a little bit. Well, not grilling her, but like you know, staring at her, and he's got like a smile. Whereas when she was grilling him, he like was. Felt like, oh man, I, you know, I don't know, but see, that was I was a little confused. I'm like, is this his thing of like, I'm this is how I go out in like as a like, this is my retribution is like for Maggie to get revenge, or is it because he just burned Lucille the bat? Yeah, in the fireplace, is that his? He said that I'm going to continue fighting for you. Yeah, I don't. What does know. that mean? Like, am I'm so confused, and I'm excited yeah. to see is this going to be the the turning point or uh, spin-up of Nick yeah, and Liv's yeah, yeah. spin-off. Yeah, because I don't, you know, I, I got to be honest, man. Uh, you know, the way the way that they're playing, I don't like, I'm not liking Maggie's character right now. She did come back and save the day at the end of the last season, fine, whatever. But you left the show to go to a shittier show, and then that show got canceled, and now you're back with your tail between your legs, and then poor old Negan's got to move because you came back to town with your son? Come on. No backsies. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Team Negan, baby. Team Negan all the day. All the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great episode. Great finale to that little six uh, episode season and that we got. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan just pumping out new movies. He's in um, that Unholy movie that just came out. Oh, that yeah, that looks creepy, man. It does look creepy. And he excited. just did a, a fresh episode of Hot Ones. Did he? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check Guess it out. Guess who's watching that tonight? Yeah, yeah, when you guys leave, it might turn that on. No, you're going to be watching Invincible because oh, yeah, you yeah. owe me. What do I owe you? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> ben, you too. You don't owe me anything, but you owe me. Okay. Just watch it. I'll try it. No, you owe I, it to yeah, yourself. I mean, I, yeah, I... Because yeah, I, I, I have every intention of watching that, but you know, you also said you were going to wear your Invincible shirt and fanboy, but you didn't, so I don't feel like we need to talk about it today. Oof. You just have to come back, that. and we'll give you... Uh, do you know how many episodes that is, is going to be? There. Oh, I don't know, but this is going to be... It's going to be long, because when Robert oh, Kirkman so? does... Oh, I know so. Oh, like multiple seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, going to... I don't know how long this particular season yeah, is, but they okay. released three episodes off the jump. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. And then every, one every Friday. So is it four episodes in now? S yeah. Sort of Son like of your a, favorite I I podcast. And it's like 45 minute episodes. Something like your favorite podcast. But that's nothing. Podcast. I could sit in one place and listen to 45 minutes of anything. I, hell, I could listen to 98 minutes and 48, 49 seconds, 50 seconds or something. It doesn't matter. Uh, but we'll cut it down. Man, it's been a great episode. It's been great having Anthony back. It's been yeah. great going on multiple tangents and it not feels talking right. about anything that we wanted to talk about. It feels right. Negan moved back into the, into the house. Me, Anthony. Let's talk a little bit before we sign off here about what we got coming up. Okay. Next week we got uh, the Hamilton and Back to the Future reviews. Two yep. people that have not seen uh, one of those each. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Back to the Future. You haven't seen Hamilton. Yep. I yep. still need to watch it too. Uh, I'm still doing some touches on that. It's a lot of lot of lot of production value on this episode. <laughs> uh, and then the two weeks after that we got uh, our getting to know UI. Yeah. episodes uh we did we played a game called are you garbage yeah and was fun. uh the three of us are going to find out who is the most garbage out of the three of us yeah and uh yeah and that, that... it's not who you think yeah or maybe it is who you think <laughs> depending on, on how you feel about us uh but send yeah, in your bets they were fun yeah and that'll um, take you through the rest of april and then uh you know uh our next episode back not 
movie review related or game show related uh, will be on May 5th. It's going to be heavy on the Star Wars. Uh, so make sure you tune into that one. Um, that's going to be a fun episode as well. Uh, and yeah, like we say every week, thank you so much for making it this far. Uh, we appreciate you guys, each and every single one of you, all the people in UK. Shout out. Shoot us an email. Let us know, uh, you know what you like, what you don't like. What yeah. you want is here on the pod. Uh, it's hi at uipodcast.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at unofficial underscore pod. We're also on TikTok and Twitter. Not really posting there too much. Don't got a lot of followers on those two, but if you want to follow us on there, I think those two you'll see a lot more when we start releasing video. Yeah. Um, and we're on that crappy, crappy website, Facebook as well. Ugh. But, you know, I I didn't mention it last week, but, uh, you know, going forward, all these links will be in the episode notes. Um, We have the the website on there as well that does have the links to the TikTok and whatever else. And um, but, yeah, those are always going to be at the bottom of the uh, the notes for you. Anything that we talk about that we mention a link, it'll be there for you. Um, And, yeah, so, you know, keep on enjoying. Keep the reviews coming. Keep the comments coming. Uh, we'll keep shouting you guys out. We'll keep thanking you. Uh, whether you're listening to this Wednesday morning when it comes out or Wednesday night or Thursday or Friday, have a good hump day. Have a good Thursday, Friday. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back for you next week. So see you later and be nice to one another. Love you. Bye.